With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. How's it going? Good morning, Vancouver. Sipping on a 40. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. This is the official program of the network, the Nux Misconduct Network. Get the damn network. Three shows with one swipe or one tap. You get the quickie, you get silky and filthy, and you get this show, Sipping on a 40. Now, this episode comes on the day that the Canucks, your Vancouver Canucks, play. The Red Wings, your Canucks have played four games, only four games. And I thought it was the right time, the right time, to do a lot, to do a little bit of grading on the players. Every single one of the players. Now I didn't use my voice to tell the tale. We got Tambier. We got Tambier on the line. And he and he did it. He did he did the whole episode. I didn't have to do shit. The dude likes to talk. He's passionate. He's got a pulse on the team. <laughs> the guy the guy was examining almost every play from some of these players, handed out a lot of C pluses, which which is I guess the right score, the right grade for a lot of these players. They're 2 and 2 and they've been blah, right? He said on the last episode, played four games. Two of them were pretty bad hockey games. So yeah, Tambier did all the grading and we'll just uh <laughs> we'll just cut to that right now. Pick up the phone, baby. Tambier Rana. How's it going, bro? How's the how's the Thanksgiving dinner with the family? How's how's the football Sunday been? Monday night football coming up. How's life? Man, everything's good, man. You know, a lot of sports on today. Wish the Canucks were playing, but it's all good, you know. I bet on anything, right? So bet on uh, I'm enjoying my bet <laughs> on anything, man. Um but yeah, like just enjoying, you know, I'm going to enjoy the dinner later and I'm excited to, to eat some turkey and watch some football and baseball. So, All right, yeah. what's what's your uh, favorite dish on Thanksgiving besides the turkey? Oh, okay, that's a good one. Hey. I like bread. So, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, I like bread, so I think I'm going to go with the, just the, bread. the bread we have. We, we have like garlic, garlic bread, but, you know, my... My sister will put some cheese on that shit. Hey, so let's yeah, go. Good. Let's good. go. You living a good, good life. Yeah. You living a good yeah. life. Hey, man, you know, sure. people, I asked that question to a lot of people, and a lot of people don't even say turkey. I know I didn't give you that option, but I don't think a lot of families cook a good, good turkey. I, I'll be honest. My dad, he just learned how to, he's been doing the turkey thing my whole life, so 25 years plus, but I think he just rocked the turkey a couple years ago. Now it's one of the favorites. He got it right. Yeah, we've been, uh, we've been doing turkey, uh, for three, four years now, and uh, it's pretty good, man. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Put in some sandwiches for leftovers and stuff the next day. Ooh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I got some turkey soup. I got some turkey soup. Okay, you talked about wishing that there was hockey on today. You know, for some reason, the Canucks start off this year 
with four games in what seems like a month. You know, it's it's like yeah. we're waiting so long in between games. I know it's about to pick up, and, and it's excited. And I, I think I got a message from a friend who said for the first time in a long time, he's actually excited that there's four Canuck games on this week. So good time That's to wait. Good. A lot of bets coming on. And, and I know it's early, but what I want to do with you, because you're a voice, you're a voice for Canucks Twitter, you're a voice for, for the universe, we're going to do a little, little report card game, okay? Again, very early, mm-hmm. interim report card game. We're going to go through every single Canucks player, and, and just quite simply, you can give an explanation if you want. If you don't, just say the letter, all right? That's what we'll do right now, okay? Yeah. Okay, we got this. We're going to start start from the top, from Canucks.com. We got Jay Beagle. Uh, you know, you have expectations for all players, so with Jay Beagle, I'll probably give him a, a C plus. Okay, not bad. Um, yeah, you know, he's been above average. He's just been average, I guess. Just pretty much, it's Jay Beagle, man. It's hard to judge a fourth-line center, and, you know, I don't expect him to put up much, many points, but... You know, the penalty kill is, what, 11 for 11 or something? And he's a big part of that. Ooh. Um, I don't know. I don't have his baseball percentage in front of me right now, but I'm guessing it's around 40 to 50 percent, which is, you know, where you expect it to be. So, yeah, I'd give him a C-plus for right now. Just because okay. he hadn't scored, but Not bad. the penalty kill's been great. There you go. You're a penalty kill guy, type of guy. Okay, Brock Bezzer next. Yeah. Brock Bezzer, uh, that's a tough one. It is. You know, I'm going to give him a C-plus as well. Ooh. You know, expectations... You know, expectations for players, for the better players, are going to be higher than Jay Beagles, right? So for Brock Besser, you know, he has one goal. Um, so that's nice to, see, nice to see. He has three points in, what, four games, which is, you know, whereabouts you want him to be. But the way he's been playing, seems a little slow out there. It doesn't seem as dangerous as he was in his, like, Brock Besser in his rookie year compared to the last year and how he's looked so far this year. It's not as dangerous as he was back then. So, like, I'm hoping he can get back to that, you know, back to that rookie year, Brock. Uh, I think he will get there eventually. But, uh, yeah, I'll give him a C-plus for now. Okay, C-plus, not bad. I think I would do the exact same thing, give him a, give him a C-plus. Yeah. We talked about his first year. He was a little bit yeah. more electrifying. I guess it was his first year. He had a bit of leeway there. Yeah. I, I think he'll get back to it. Okay, next up, Louis Erickson. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give him a D. Ooh, not even the F. Okay, D, you, you're nice, man. Yeah, D, a D, you know, uh, F, I don't know. Who am I going to give an F to, you know? Like, I don't think anybody deserves an F, but Louis Erickson's been in a game, you know? So, <laughs> give him a, you know, <laughs> you know, he's played a game. Um, so, yeah, I'll give him a D. And he hasn't really played many games, so it's hard to even, you know, judge him properly, but I'll give him a D. Nice guy, nice guy, Tambier. Okay, Michael Furland. Um, I'll give him a C. Um, mm-hmm. I expect more from him. Uh, he obviously he had that uh, flu during uh, training camp, so he lost some weight, and he's still trying to get back in it. But I have noticed the last few games, the last two games, anyways, he's looked a little bit more engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to come, he's trying to like skate a little bit better. You know, he hasn't even had a chance to play with Bowen Pearson yet, so um, it looks like he's going to play with Bowen Pearson. In Detroit, uh, against Detroit coming up here, so that's when I can really judge him. But he's been playing with so this, his game doesn't really go with PD and Best. He dumps the puck in. P likes to skate the puck in and you know make plays. Um, I think with him, Pearson and Bo, that could be a really good line. They could work the team down low. It'd be mm-hmm. fun to watch them go to work. Yeah, I, I would say that that is Ferland's spot going into the next game. I hope that he keeps it. You know, even for Bo's sake, you know, get this guy two winners. Yeah. 
You know, let's give him everything. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. He went through a lot of stuff. And, oh, man. Yeah, Josh Levo just not getting it done right now. Okay, next yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. We got Adam Gaudet. Adam Gaudet. I'll give him a C plus. Yeah, all C pluses here, eh? Um, but, yeah, man. just the, the the way he's been, uh, you know, he's not putting up numbers right now. He's, he's still pretty young player, so he's going to be tired. Uh, he hasn't played many minutes, so he can't really, you know, Green's only going to give him the minutes that he's, um, that he's earned, I guess. And I'd love to see him play on the third line spot the whole year, but I guess he's not going to be playing next year according to the lineup uh, in practice. So I'll give him a C plus. Hasn't really put up numbers. He looks, he tries really hard out there, yeah. which I could respect. Uh, I respect him. I respect that a lot about him. But yeah, a lot of these guys haven't really impressed me yet. <laughs> it's been four games. Maybe you know? like a few guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Except for maybe like. Maybe four guys. Hey man, that, that's a fair fair assessment there. I don't mm-hmm. think I've been very impressed by yeah four. I think four is a big number. I think I, I think yeah, I would four say is three. pretty big. Yeah. I think I would say three. I yeah. would say Hughes, Pearson, yeah. and and Markstrom. Okay, uh, up next. I got four. I okay. got four. Okay, okay. You got Hughes. You got Myers. Oh, you have your boy Markstrom. Myers. Yeah, you got Markstrom, and then you have um, so you got Hughes, Myers, and Pearson. So that's four right there. There you go. Okay, yeah, Myers. Uh, uh, a lot of people do. Still frown upon, you know that one turnover. I know one turnover. Stands he had out. one turnover, but he's been he's been really good. Like I, I think Edler's been really good too. You could put five in there. I just think that Myers he had that one mistake, and that's the one mistake I can only think of. Everything else, like last game, he was great. Like I thought, even though he never put up any numbers, I thought last game he played like really well. Like he was a beast in the corners. He had to took the helmet came off. He went in the corner and just bullied that guy like he skates well with the puck he moves the puck smartly like he doesn't make any many mistakes other than that one mistake he made in calgary like i think he's been fine man like again it's a long-term contract right so yeah i know and we'll get we'll get to tyler myers a bit later and yeah i i do agree with you too i think he's he's changed things back there you know you can tell the defense is a little different with him back there okay up next bo horvat Uh, i'll give him a b Okay. Um, again, the points aren't there, but he's engaged. Like he is working like, down low. That his line, in my opinion, has been better than Pedersen's line, mm-hmm. and it's all sort of the way Bo plays with Pearson. Like they, they have chemistry. He set Pearson up in front of the net last game. Pearson didn't bury, but you know Bo was uh, Bo and Pearson seem to have that chemistry, and like it's exciting to see. And if if they could find chemistry with Ferlin, like. That's going to be a, t- a line, like not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs that will just wear defensemen down and just bully like teams down low. Like I cannot wait to see what this line is capable of and the way Paul Horvat, like the way he just plays. He's got a motor. Like love oh, yeah, the way man. he plays. So oh yeah, he has a big yeah. motor, and I I believe he's gotten stronger, man. I think again, yeah, short sample sure. size. He looks a little different back there. I think it might might be the C. Yeah, he's playing the points a will stronger. come. The points will come. Points will come. Okay, yeah. next up. Yeah. Mr. Josh Levo, I would say he's he's been polarizing this year, man. It's been four games, but he a lot of people you know, um, they're annoyed of him already. <laughs> I think C plus, but again, he's not a second line player, and when mm-hmm. Green puts him on the second line, exactly. you're going to start expecting him to play like a second liner. He's, he's a good bottom six winger. Um, I think he with Bo Pearson, like you could tell he could he could play on that line, but he didn't have the skill. Uh, he didn't like yeah. he he was good down low. He won a lot of battles along the boards um he tried to make plays but he just he couldn't handle the puck sometimes maybe the, i've heard the ice was really bad last game so <laughs> there's a few like three on one two on ones that he had and he fucked 
all of them up. <laughs> but you know, like I think that he's 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 a good bottom six winger, and I've, I've noticed him every game. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna give him a C plus. Nice guy, Tambier, man. The C plus. Everyone's yeah. just doing above average. You know, Josh Levo, yeah. you, you said it's not his fault. He's the bottom six guy playing on the top six. You know, it, yeah. when Jim Benning comes out early in the season, says that this team has enough skill, and then we see Josh Levo getting primetime power play minutes and also top six minutes, it doesn't look good. So, Josh Levo, I, I yeah. think it's just more, that's more on Green, though. I uh, just yeah. think that this Green just loves Levo. <laughs> like, okay, you know he what? just you know, thinks he's reliable, you know? We'll get, we'll get, to, we'll get to Green at the end because you're going to have to give him a little grade here, too. Everyone, everyone is yeah. on deck here on this uh, yeah, interim true. version of this report cards with Tambier. Okay, next up, we got your we got everyone's boy right now. He's a fan favorite, JT Miller. Oh, JT Miller's been great. I give him a B plus. Ooh, B plus. Um, B plus the highest grade so far. So yeah. yeah, I think he's been good. Like he leads the team in points. Um I'd like for him to score a goal. Um mm-hmm. but you know the one goal he did score went off someone so um I wanted to like he's had a few chances too. He had a breakaway against Calgary where both strung him for a breakaway. Couldn't score there, but he's been noticeable every game. Four points uh, against LA at home, and yeah, like can't, he's been he's been. Uh, you could tell he makes some subtle plays. Like uh, I think he was against Calgary as well, where he, he came in, made, uh, got the zone entry, stopped up, fed Myers, and Myers oh, shot it right into goalie's crest. <laughs> but yeah, um, hey, yeah, hey. I think JT Miller's been great, and I, he could put on both top a top line. He could play on the third line. He could play on the he could play on the second line. He's so versatile, man. Like that's the it's good to have a player like that for sure. Yeah, and he's got a motor. He compliments. Uh, he's got a motor. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a good guy to have in the dressing when you have a tryhard like that. Who's who's yeah? He's yeah. valuable. You can say that JT Miller is going to be a valuable piece for this Vancouver Canuck roster. Okay, next up, mm-hmm. Tanner Pearson. Oh yeah, I've got to give him an A. Uh, he, Let's he, go. He's up there. The way he's been playing. Uh, he's he's carrying it on, man. Like, you know, like I can't believe we traded, we got Gutty for him. Uh, I know we traded quite a bit to get Gutty, and that's a that's a big L for Jimbo right there when he traded for Gutty. But you know, you got to give Jimbo a dub here for you know getting rid of Gabranson's contract and getting a guy like Tanner Pearson to play with Bo Horvat. Like, you know, people could bash Jimbo as much as they want for trading for Gabranson, but to I know to come out of it with Tanner Pearson's a uh, Pretty good, and yeah, you'd love to have McCann in that second pick. That could have been, you know, Alex Brinkett, but it is what it is. And we are we have Tanner Pearson now, and he's contributing. And you know, you got you, could, you can't be angry about that, right? So I think an A for Pearson so far. An A, yo, I'm uh, I'm loving how the Benning Bros are just are just all over the Pearson for the Branson <laughs> trade. You know, they're loving it. They're loving it, and it's yeah, it's, they, so, it's somewhat true. It, it's somewhat true. I don't think it Pier- is true. It is true. Yeah, I don't think Pearson's getting thirty. I don't think he's getting forty. But we traded yeah. a, d- a dude who was useless. Erica yeah, Branson was useless sure. as a member of this team. So we got someone that's playing once again well with Bo Horvat, and uh, yeah, the fan base should be excited. Okay, next up we got the alien, the dude, Elias Pedersen, uh, number forty. I have to give him a C plus too, and I'm going to be harder on Pedersen here. You have to. I just think that um, he's been. He's been noticeable. He's been frustrated. Yeah, he could say he's been frustrated. For, he, he's had to fight for space out there, like mm-hmm. Green's been saying. And it's going to be harder for him, for sure. And it's, it's the start of the season. So yeah, I hope he starts to figure it out towards the middle and the end of the season when the games start to matter a bit more. 
but right now he's been average and i i definitely want him to you know snipe a snipe a puck you know like just yeah, well, one the in the power on the power play like you know once he scores that kind of goal like you know like or snipe, like I, the goal that he scored was you know it was a lucky bounce a mm-hmm. sutter you know backhand pass hits off i think kopitar's stick and just comes to pd so you know that's a gift but i want to see him you know yeah, Make you want to see him be Elias Pettersson. You want to you want to see him exactly. You know, you know our the, expectations for him are a bit high. They are. Um, you know, everybody is expecting seventy five to eighty points. So, I think that's you know, reasonable that's, though. That's, I, I don't, that's reasonable for sure. Yeah, that is. I don't like the other expectations of like a hundred points and whatnot. And blah blah yeah. blah. I think it's his second year in the league. Yeah. Elias Pettersson looks frustrated. It also looks like he wants to puck a lot. Which mm-hmm. I like, which I like, and I do think that good players they find a way to get points. Still, he's got he's got points in back to back games. I'm not, yeah, I'm not I'm not doubting Patterson. I think that he'll he'll bounce back. He'll he'll be that elite player. Just gonna take a bit of time. Next up, we got a fan favorite, well, well, well a podcast favorite, I should say, Tim Schaller, number fifty nine, elite fourth liner. Tim Schaller, eh? Um, I have to give him the same grade as Beagles, a C plus. You know, I had the expectations again. For these guys are lower, so um, again the penalty kill has been good. So you know I'm gonna have to give it give it up to Timmy Shells. C plus is Timmy pretty solid for a guy. Timmy Shells. Timmy Shells. Oh yeah. Amen. I guess. C plus man. C Mr. plus for Timmy. You know I could see him getting out of the lineup. If he, I think he has to do something on t- Tim Shaw like tomorrow to stay in the lineup. I think Louis Erickson. We could be seeing him soon. I, I have a feeling. Okay, yeah, next for up, sure. Brandon Sutter. Oh, damn, this is a this is a tough one for me. It is, man. Uh, he had a good game at home. He had a good game at home. You know what? I'm gonna give him a a B, and that's because the penalty kill's been good. He has put up a few points. Um, you know, as much as I I love to rag on this guy, and I love to you know blame him for mostly everything. <laughs> um, he's been pretty decent other than that one turnover in uh was it Calgary or no, Edmonton. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'll give him a B, but, you know, a B is good because it just boosts his trade value, and if Jimbo's smart Ooh. enough to uh, to know the guys that he needs to trade, like, B you plus know, Sutter. B uh, Brandon Sutter. Sutter has to be one of those guys, especially if you want Adam Gaudet taking that next step oh, as yeah. a third-line center. So, 100%. I mean, yeah, like, earlier in the season when there are, there are trade rumors or just not even trade rumors. Canucks Twitter just likes to make it up, okay? Nobody's going after fucking yeah. Brandon Sutter. It doesn't matter how <laughs> how Jim Rutherford is feeling about his roster. It's not happening, okay? Next up, yeah, the sure, final yeah. forward, your boy, uh, Jake Vertanen, man. Jake Vertanen, eh? Um, you know, I'm going to have to give him a B as well. Um, I know Ooh, people are going to be like, oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> I know, I know. People are going to be like, yeah, what? I, again, it's expectations for these players, and and uh, the last few games, I feel like he's been super engaged. He had a post in Calgary, hit two posts at home, got a point on Brandon Sutter's goal. Um, he looks like he's engaged out there, drawing penalties. I think he's already drawn the most penalties on the team. Let's um, go! Can I bring the stats he on deck? To, he also, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, he leads the team in hits, and people say that he he doesn't hit, which. Really frustrates me because in the last two seasons he's been second in hits behind I think it was Tyler Mott last year and this year he's leading the team in hits and, and he led the team in steals last year too. So again, expectations for a player. I know he's not going to be that sixth overall uh, player that we all expected when we when we drafted him. 
Um, I think you've got to be reasonable with your expectations, and he's a bottom six uh, winger right now, and he should be playing on that third line with Gaudet and uh, Levo, or if, you know, whatever. I wouldn't even mind him on the on Bo's line, but again, that's not going to happen. Uh, expectation for this player, I think he's been good. I think he's been engaged, and that's what you expect from him, and I give him a B. I'm not going to go over that. Okay. Jake Rattano with the B, one of the highest <laughs> grades. He should, um, he should have two goals, though. He should have two goals. He's had two posts. He's been unlucky. He, uh, in, uh, in Vancouver, the first home game, man, he was flying out there. I, I felt like uh, he, hit, uh, he hit the post. He hit two posts on one <laughs> shot. Like, I, just, I just wanted to shotgun so bad. I was at that uh, game. Man. Uh, You're a boy, yeah. Jake, man. You know all the stats, all the, all the posts, man. You know Jake Rattano... Uh, we talked about Levo being polarizing this year. Jake Rutanen is always polarizing, and he should look at that spot. Super he, should, polarizing. he should look at Levo's spot. You know, go go, go get it and yeah. be more engaged. You, you talk about him being engaged the last two games. Say what you want. Be more engaged every game. Figure it out. Okay, yeah. let's, let's move on to the defense. Jordy Ben. Yeah, Jordy Ben's been. Uh, I give him a C plus um, above average. You know, he's been he's been good. He's been who I've expected him to be. Um, you know, he seems like a good. Good locker room guy, mm-hmm. good guy to have on the ice when the scrum. You know, I, I like him. I yeah, think yeah. him and Stetcher have been pretty good. I think Jordy Ben. You know, if you don't notice him, he's that type of guy. If you don't notice him, I mean, he's yeah, a good exactly. game. I mean, and that's a good thing. Yeah, he's 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 mm-hmm. an improvement over a Hutton, in my opinion. Way better, obviously, sure. way better than guys like Pouliot and stuff. But Jordy Ben is there, and he's there for mm-hmm. a reason and unnoticeable, which is a good thing. Okay, next up, Alex Adler. Yeah, Alex Adler's been great. I'll give him a B plus. Um, He's been solid, man. Like, you know, this guy—he's uh, been doing it for so so long for us. He's been—he's there when we were winning big games and big moments, and he's been there during the do- uh, during the dark days. And now he's finally back in a situation where the team might be able to win, like you know, create, you know, make the playoffs and you know, and compete for a playoff spot and not be one of the bottom five teams in the league. And he—I feel like he's—he's uh, he's happy about that, and he's playing hard, and he's playing good, and. I love that. I love Edler. He's been—he's the best defenseman in Canucks, Canucks history. Ooh, not, not even close. What are the chances? Good segue because next up is Quinn Hughes, who I say is the best Canucks defenseman in, uh, in team history for sure. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to. There's a lot to. Uh, he's got a lot to accomplish before he is that. Hey, but yeah, okay. he has the he has the potential to become that um, for sure. Like I, I when I see him play, I, I think of Scott Niedermeyer. I think I, you got to give this guy an A. Um, he's Ooh. been incredible, man. He's been incredible. Yo, and, he, he has that. You know, he, has been, that. he has that thing. He's a leader. You can tell. He's yeah, a leader. For sure. And the only the only reason he never got an A+, plus, uh, which is the highest grade, is the defensive game is noticeable sometimes when he's out there. Yeah, he's not perfect. But he creates so, he creates so much offensively. And so many, you know, like he's just, his skating is so good. His uh, first pass is amazing. Like he's been, He's been everything I've expected him to be, and he's going to figure out the defensive game pretty fast, I think. like We're going to see him figure it out in like two, three weeks. Watch. All right, let me ask you a question before we move on. Uh, let's say we live in a fantasy world, and you're allowed to build your hockey team, and all you have in front of you for your back end is all the Canucks defensemen throughout time, okay? You have every single Canucks defenseman at their peak throughout time. Who are you taking first? Because if, if you ask me that question, I'm taking Quinn Hughes over a peak Olin. I'm taking Quinn Hughes over a peak Jovo. I am because he's the best. I've never seen a defenseman 
as good as Edler in his prime. Okay, fair enough. Fair like enough. on the Canucks, on the Canucks, anyways. Now, obviously, there's been better defensemen, mm-hmm. but when when Edler, Alex Edler was playing in 2011, 2010, uh, even somewhat of 2012, he slowed down at the second half of 2012 that year. But man, I never see, like the way he was playing, the minutes he was playing, the hard minutes that guy was playing. He would hit everything, <laughs> like in the playoffs, especially man. He hit. Remember uh, oh, game two against Chicago. Uh, yeah, Dowdy was that was one in twenty ten in the yeah. playoffs, but it came two against Chicago in twenty eleven. Um, I was at that game and <laughs> Patty Kane's coming down the wing and he just crushed Patty Kane. Hey, like Edler man, was man. incredible. He was playing with like three broken fingers in the cup final. So you know, like just I think I would take Edler over Hughes, but again, I don't like I think Hughes has the potential to be as good as Scotty Niedermeyer. Like the way he skates he reminds me so much of Scott Niedermeyer, like Again, I got to see more of it. And I, it, consistency is hard, man. It is, it's hard yes. to do in the it NHL. Is. So three games compared to how many Edlers played, like, I got to go with Edler for now. He's my boy. Okay, I'll, I'll ask you that question again in, in 40 games. And next up, Ty- <laughs> Tyler Myers. Uh, yeah, I got to give him an A as well. Um, other than that one uh, turnover, um, he's been solid, man. Like, he's been everything I, I expected him to be. And... People were, you know, bashing him when the signing happened. And people were saying, oh, he was a sixth or fifth defenseman on whatever. That's false, first off. There was three there was three right-handed guys on that team. And the other two right-handed guys were just better than him. It was Dustin Bufflin and, and Truba. Yeah, so, player. obviously, you could have those two guys. And then you could put Morrissey ahead of him, too. So, he was, he was the fourth best defenseman on that team. Like, people could just, you know, shut the fuck up sometimes. Like, it's sort of annoying. But I think Tyler Myers has been great. And... And he's been everything I expected him to be, and even better defensively than most people thought that he was, in my opinion. Like, I think he's been great. Yeah, I love the way he's played. You can tell he brings something else to this decor, something that was missing. Tyler Myers. His still, skating is incredible. Yeah, he like, pushes the pace like, a little bit better. And the team's oh more my, fun he's, to watch. He's in the rush every time. Yeah, that, that's true. He's that's up in true. the rush all the time. And you brought up Edler, too. I think he's, uh, he's brought something... He's brought some stability back there. I think they're going to be a, a competent pairing. Okay, next up, we got Troy Stetcher. I, I put him in the same category yes. as Jordy Ben. You know, if you don't notice him, yeah, he's not plus. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stetcher, he hasn't been able to play as much, which, you know, I hope that one uh, I hope that, you know, the team is looking forward to, you know, staying with him than Chris, over Chris Tana. He's younger. And, and, uh, I think he's an RFA coming up here. So, again, like, I think he's been a C plus, but again, that's also because of the minutes he's played. He hasn't played. He doesn't play penalty kill. He doesn't play power play. He's strictly five on five. You know, he's, the opportunity's been taken away from him, but he's been solid still. C plus. Yeah, hundred percent. I would say the same thing. And uh, Chris Tanev, the last uh, roster player, will defenseman on on this I'll list. Give, I'll give him a B, but man, we gotta start having this conversation about is, is he what back? we're gonna do with this guy. No, you know, it, like is it, he gonna? Like, it's Chris hmm? Tanev back. It is it, that's going to be a question now. He's he's smiling. Yeah, he's happy. And when he was good, For sure. it, obviously he's not the same player due to injury. But Chris Tanev was a damn good defenseman. You know, a damn damn oh, good yeah, defenseman. Sure. He is his smarts are something else. He has a lot of willpower. Does whatever it takes to win. Uh, Chris Tanev. I don't think they're going to let him go. I really don't. They're going to find they, a way to keep him. The, the thing is, though, like you got to start looking long term and. And with Chris Tanner, like, I'm going to give him a B because I think a lot of that has to do with how good Quinn Hughes has been. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's Chris Tanner takes, takes care of the defensive side of the puck. So, you know, good on him. And like, he's been, he's been great, man. He's been awesome. 
he has yes. quite a bit. Of, he has a lot of points because of Quinn Hughes too. <laughs> I know. Like I, I said, he's just that, smiling again. One, yeah. of the, one of the greasiest smiles in the NHL. He's on all. Yeah. Uh, he's on the Vancouver Canucks, and it's uh, yeah. He's smiling. But you, ha- but you have to make a decision on him too, right? One hundred percent. You got Troy Stetcher, who's going to be an RFA. I feel like what they what they're thinking about doing is keeping Tanover Stetcher, which, in my opinion, would be a huge mistake. Oh, I not think because that... I don't think Chris Tanover is a great, good player. I just think that you can't trust a guy that's been hurt almost every goddamn year. And you have a chance to sell high on him finally after what was going on uh, again early. We we don't want anything could happen. He could get hurt like tomorrow. You know, you don't know. But he's playing great, and you got to make a decision on that, right? And I feel like they're going to trade Stature over him. And, uh, that's going to be a mistake, and I'm scared that Jimbo might actually do that. Yeah, asset management with Jim Benning is it's not the, yeah, the greatest sure. of his uh, strengths, but it's going to be it's going to be a complicated move to make based on the fact that this team they spent to the cap, this team they traded a first round pick. I don't think they're in a position where they're going to be selling unless they're unless they're at the bottom of the standings. They're sticking to the script, and the script has always been spend money, fill the fill the team up with veterans. It'll all work out. Hasn't worked out <laughs> for quite some time, but I don't think they're changing the manager up there. Uh, with I think the plan, the plan, the plan should be to trade him, mm. right? Bring Move him back. Jordy Ben up with uh, Quinn Hughes, call up your Levy and have a third pair of Torres Detcher and Old Levy, and Ben to play the right side. He like he could play the right side. Quinn Hughes could stay on his left side, and you've solved your problem already, just like that. And I don't think the defense takes a hit because you still have your three best defensemen in Tyler Myers, Alex Edler, and Quinn Hughes. And you, and hopefully your levy stays healthy and the AHL produces, and he's playing with a solid defense, a good defensive defenseman, a Troy Stetcher. You move Troy Stetcher into the penalty kill. I think Stetcher can kill penalties. He's, he's good at it. I don't think it's that big of a deal. You don't have to keep Tanev. And I don't think mm. Tanev is that important Chris for us. Tanev is, I think the team should be fine without him. I, it'll be a tough decision. Chris Tanev, he's... He's a coach's delight, too, just so reliable. I, it's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. Sure. It's going to be tough. And we've seen how, you know, Stetcher's minutes have, have been under green. And I, I don't know where mm-hmm. where the organization sees Stetcher down the road. Okay, let's go to Jacob Marsham. He's the last on the list. Uh, this is the A-plus for me. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely an A-plus. Um, actually, I'll put him an A. Okay. Um, he's, been, he's been good. But there's... Uh, one goal I didn't like, and it was I know he played good last game, but that goal that he let in the first goal, mm-hmm. um, that shot a little a little soft, a little soft guy's first career goal and stuff. And, but that was the only goal that I really not liked. But he's been good, like he's been I don't know, like yeah, he's been, been everything I've expected him to be. And again, another tough decision coming up. Let's see how Demko does in these two games coming up, though, right? Yeah, and we we just want to you know make sure. It's heard that that whatever's happening with Jacob Marsham and his family, you know, prayer sent. You know, take yeah, take as much time as you want. Yeah. Take take a week, take a month, yeah. take a couple months. Yeah. Do your thing, family first. Jacob Marsham. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this may be the third time I've said it on sipping on a forty. I don't think I've been proven wrong by by an athlete more. Seriously, I thought this guy was dust. He was garbage. He's never going to be a starter, and he looks. Very, not not just good. He looks very very good. And now it's been a year plus, contract year. <laughs> Demko may not get as many starts as we thought. For sure. And but again, like it's a tough decision coming up. And how much do you really want to spend on goaltending is a is a question that the team needs to answer. Because you know, 
goaltending, you could look around the league. You don't need to spend much on it to win. No, hundred percent. And as much as I love Jacob Markstrom, I think that he could. He's a he's a really good goalie. Like I, I think he's above average now. He's proven it, anyways. Um, as much as I love him, I just think that there's a lot of potential in Demko too. So let's see what we have in him, and let's not, you know, let's make it. Let's make a decision at oh, the yeah. deadline. Demko, see big moment for better. Demko here. Big moment for yes. Demko he's here. He's got a chance, man. He's, he's got, got a chance. He's got a chance. I think he could do it. He's got a chance to create more balance. Not just create more mm-hmm. of a discussion, just create more balance where even if Jacob Marstrom is is doing very well, Travis Green will trust that Demko can come in because goaltenders in 2019, 2020, they need rest. Speaking of mm-hmm. Travis Green, he's last up. I know he's not a player. Travis, yeah. What, does, what um, grade does this guy get? I give him a C plus. Oh. Um, yeah, like, again, my I just want him to, you know, there's a lot of things I don't agree with him with his decision making sometimes. Um, now we got Adam Gadet not playing uh, tomorrow against Detroit. Um, he keeps putting Sutter in on the third line, Wait, which who, is just frustrating. Gadet's not in, in against Detroit. Apparently not. He was uh, not skating uh, in practice. He was oh, skating. Tyler Martin, right? Tyler Martin. Yeah, Tyler Martin oh, coming back oh, yeah. in. So Gadet's well. out. So decisions like that. Um, mm. There's times where. Uh, the icing and he puts the fourth line out there on the oh, offensive man. zone like mm-hmm. I don't know what he's doing I don't know there's a couple t- things but I think Travis is a good coach and he'll figure it out um, eventually throughout the year he'll have the right co- line combination like he's always done the last few years like he finally put Furlan with Bo Horvat um, in practice today so I'm excited, excited to see what happens there but I've always wanted to see um, you know like, again Berchie's not here because of Green as well and I think Berti could be playing here as like instead of a guy like Tim Schaller. Yeah, um, yeah, it is what it is. But I think for right now, he deserves a C plus. Okay, C plus for Travis Green. A whole bunch of C pluses for this roster. We've seen the games. We've seen four games. They've been pretty bad. Well, they're two, two and two, right? They're two and two. It's it's yeah. This that's is average. Yeah, that's average. It is average for a team that. Has expectations. Tambier, thank you so much for joining us on Sipping on the 40. Uh, I guarantee mm-hmm. you'll be back on the program. And, you know, you did all yeah, the work sure. on this Anytime. episode. You did all the work on this episode. I had the easiest <laughs> job, bro. I've just been watching the Packers game and just going down a fucking roster. Thank you so much, bro. Well. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I'll definitely be uh, on again for sure. And just let me know whenever. Hey, Sipping on a 40 with Tambier, man. I like it. Okay, peace out, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Once again, shout out to uh, Tambier from the SCT show for hopping on, sipping on a 40 and practically doing 95% of the whole episode. The dude was handing out grades like it was no one's business. He was ready. Go check out his show with, uh, with his buddies. They do a good job. They do a good job. They had sat on the other week. They do some live shows, cool things happening with the SCT show. Get it wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, before we let you go, I do want to touch on Pedersen. 
Yeah, Cambier gave him a C plus and I agreed. The dude who inspired the name of the program gets a C plus after four games. And it is what it is. Now we're seeing frustration. We're seeing him swear. Well, hearing him swear. Getting mad at the bench. Just being pissed off. And I wonder how people take that. Look, for me personally, I don't mind. I like the fire. I've said it a couple times. Elias Pedersen reminds me of Aaron Rodgers. Yes, the same Aaron Rodgers for my Green Bay Packers. Who just who just made a comeback and lost Tambier some money. Take that, Tambier. Don't bet against a bad man. Elias Pedersen, he wants the puck. He wants to set the pace. Some athletes deserve that notion to do so. Give Elias the puck. Now, he's not going to hang on to it. He doesn't want to quote-unquote ball hog the puck. Once again, he just wants to set the pace. He's that guy. Sidney Crosby, similar. He always wants the puck. He'll, he'll get rid of it if need be, but he wants to set the pace. I like the fire. Now, I do believe that Patterson does have to be better. I mean, he was quoted paraphrasing just a bit, but, but he understands that the league knows him and he has to adapt in order to do, do better than last year. Now, the expectation for Pedersen coming into the season, they, they were all thrown. Thrown around. Will he be an 80-point guy? A 90-point guy? A 100-point guy? The expectations are high for this guy. And rightfully so. And I think he understands it and, and enjoys enjoys the, uh, the numbers that are being thrown around. I think he knows that he's capable of doing a lot of things in this league. And he's capable of bumping this slump. I do think we see a big game from Pedersen tonight against Detroit at Rogers Arena. A game that we will recap on the next episode of Sippin' on a 40, which will probably come out in, what, 12 hours? I, I don't know when you're listening to this. But it was a fun episode. Thank you to Tambier again. Once again, we do every single Canucks game. We recap it, all right? 82 Canuck games, 82 post-game shows. Now you listening, get the network. Get the Nux Misconduct Network wherever you listen to podcasts. You get three shows. You get the Quickie hosted by Trevor Beggs. The quickest hockey show in the world. Five minutes. Boom, bam. You also get Silky and Filthy every, every Thursday. It's your home for puck talk and bullshit. And this, and this, you get sipping on a 40. The official program of SB Nation covering your Vancouver Canucks. Now I hope you have a good rest of your day. I hope you have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening. I don't know when you're listening to this, but I fucking appreciate it. Peace. <laughs>